Welcome, everyone. Thank you for dropping by, and welcome to the Penny and Eddie Show. This is Eddie. And I'm Penny. Well, Miss Penny, what is today's topic? I heard a friend express difficulty with motivation. And what I'm hearing on TikTok is there's a difference between motivation and inspiration. So I thought I would like to ask you some questions about really what is the difference between being motivated and being inspired and see if that makes a difference in any in our walk in life. Sure. Makes a whole lot of difference. All right. Let's look at the two words, motivation and inspiration. To some people, they seem to hold the same meaning. And to some degree, they do. Yet there is a difference energetically. To be motivated is to be moved to do something in the external. To be inspired, it comes from within. In truth, the word inspired literally means to be in the spirit. So it means to be within, to come from the heart. To be motivated is something that the mind wants to get done out there, out in the external world. So is there a difference between motivation and inspiration? Most definitely. A lot of times we will feel motivated and think that that's something that we're supposed to do. But notice that it's doing. Mm -hmm. All right. It's doing something in the external that will change our lives that we hope is for the better. And inspiration comes from the heart. So it comes from within and goes out. And in most cases, there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. All right. Does that make sense? It does. I think I think I see it to work in this way. And uh, always remember, you can let me know if um, we're just kidding ourselves here. But I like to write poetry. But I also went to college late. I went to college in my 50s. And papers were assigned, and writing papers is my strong point because I love to learn. But I found that I could not sit down to write a paper on my time schedule. But at the point that I sat down to write a paper because I felt inspired, the paper flowed and always with great results. Now, sometimes it was difficult for me to wait because I was, would be doing it in the 11th hour which is still not my habit. I can see where inspiration helps in that way. And what I'm wanting you to talk about is not using waiting for inspiration as an excuse for motivation. How do we tell when we're inspired versus when we're motivated? How do we know when to wait for that 11th hour? (laughs) Well, here we go. When we are motivated, We become excited. We feel an excitement about doing something. Mm -hmm. But then we have to put the physical effort into it, Mm -hmm. the doing part of it. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of times when we will lose what you're calling motivation. We're gung-ho. We get it started. And somewhere about the halfway point, we have to then push our way through it. Why? Because generally there's resistance. We're resisting resisting something in the external 
well, that resistance is really within us. All right. Motivation is always, and it always begins from the mind. All right. We want we want to change something, and the change is in the external. Thinking that it will bring us joy, happiness, peace, uh, more money, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. What our um, reason behind it, you know, doing whatever it is that we're doing or feel motivated about doing, it's always to change something in the external. Inspiration literally does come from the heart, and it comes deep from within us. And when we are, when we feel inspired, there is no resistance. Whatever it is that we have to do, yes, in that particular instance, there is a doing component sometimes. We will do it with what I call grace and ease. Mm-hmm. There's no resistance. We begin whatever it is. We follow through with it and complete it. And we look back and it's like, wow. If we're motivated to do something, it's coming from the mind, not the heart. And we generally will always run up against a wall. We may break through the wall or go over the wall or go around the wall and we'll, com- we'll get it completed. Mm-hmm. But it never brings us the joy, the peace, the happiness, the change that we thought that it would. It might temporarily, but that too will pass. If we are inspired to do something, then that feeling is always with us upon completion. We, we know we've done what we're supposed to do, and we move on. But would you like to know the biggest difference between motivation and inspiration? Yes. Expectation. Oh. Motivation, when we are motivated to change something in the external, there's always an expectation. When we are inspired to do something, there is no expectation because we're in trust. We trust that it will get done. We trust the universe. We allow, we allow it to unfold and generally are amazed, blown away by what, what comes. So the difference between motivation and inspiration is expectation. Hmm. That's, where, that's where we get hung up. Because with expectation, there's always control, manipulation, and judgment. With inspiration, there is allowance, embracing, welcoming, and love. So then, if you understand the difference between motivation and inspiration, you understand, I need do nothing. Because when you're inspired, it's a, what am I going to do today? And it becomes the fun thing that you do, because we all move during the day and it becomes our movement so to speak it's not a have to doing is a have to then an inspiration is the desire fulfillment of desire right so we could say it's the fulfillment of desire remember remember that expectations right mm-hmm. expectations really are one of the 
root causes of all suffering. Because what is an expectation? What is an expectation? It is an attachment to an outcome. There you go. An attachment to an outcome. Yes. And attachments are the number one, the number one reason for suffering. The resistance to to your spiritual side. The resistance to anything. Resistance is always a form of number one denial, mm-hmm. and and the the need to try to control something external. All right. So when you have an expectation, it is an attachment to an outcome. An attachment is always the root of all suffering. So if you are motivated, you're headed. You are headed directly to the little town of suffering. (laughs) Sufferville. Sufferville. I like that. (laughs) You are headed to Sufferville. But if you, if you are inspired to do something, Mm -hmm. then you will, you are literally in the flow of the universe, flow of life, whatever it is you choose to call it. Doesn't matter. You're in the flow. There is no resistance. You allow you allow the current to take you wherever it chooses because you trust that whatever the outcome is is always for your highest good. There is no question. There's full trust. Now, ask me the second what is the second thing between motivation and inspiration that gets us in trouble? What's the second thing between motivation and inspiration that gets us in trouble? Doubt. Doubt. When we are motivated, most of the time we are motivated because we have a fear. So we're trying to control and manipulate the outcome. There's the expectation Mm -hmm. because of something that we want changed because we fear it. There's the resistance. It all goes back to, always goes back to resistance. Inspiration, there is no doubt because there's full trust. So when we're inspired, we, we move forward. Notice in motivation and in inspiration, there's, there's the tendency to move forward. Mm-hmm. Yep, one is with the heart, one is with the mind. One is coming from a place of love, the other coming from a place of fear. One coming from trust, one coming from doubt and resistance. Denial. When I reflect on the times I've moved by being motivated versus inspired, or by a deadline versus having that inner knowing that it's time to do, I find that it's going to get done in the same amount of time because when you're motivated, when you're motivated, you push through. Pieces aren't there. You have to wait, you get frustrated and everything. But if you wait until you're inspired, there's generally an awesome serendipity story with it where a woman walked in the store and returned the very sweater I was there to buy. And it was the only one in the store. But it, it's so like that in anything, even writing the papers. If I waited, who knew what came up on the History Channel at that time that gave me the, the perfect punch for my paper. So so I think that's one of the differences too is when you're inspired 
things have already fallen into place. And when you're motivated, you will wear yourself out waiting for things to fall into place. Yeah, because you're trying to force something. All right. Now ask me, what is the third thing? I'll ask you the third question. Okay, what's the third difference between motivation and inspiration? Power versus force. Mm. Inspiration comes from the power within us. Mm-hmm. The power that is ours, true power, the power of knowledge, the power of understanding, the power that we know who and what we are. When we're motivated, we're trying to force something to go our way. And force is the counterfeit of power. In true power, I don't have to wonder if something is going to happen. It doesn't matter. Whatever happens, I know will always be for my highest good. I don't have to force an outcome. There we're back at expectation, Mm -hmm. which is the second. Do you see how it all falls in place? So again, motivation is about force. Mm -hmm. You're forcing yourself. You are forcing something to happen that might or might not happen. Who knows? Mm -hmm. With true power, which comes from inspiration, everything falls in line. There's no doubt. So you're back to trust and doubt, right? You see Mm -hmm. how it all plays hand in hand. And most of us Mm -hmm. have no clue how it all works, but it works. If we try to force it, That's when we get in trouble. That's when we end up the weeds. Mm -hmm. When we just simply stay in the flow, we never end up in the weeds and it all works out. And we will find when we're inspired, we're naturally motivated. Yes. It's the fun game of the day. Yes. It's we are naturally motivated. All right. There's nothing wrong with being Mm -hmm. motivated. I'm not saying motivation is bad. If, If the motivation comes naturally, from the inspiration. Mm-hmm. And here's then how it works. Inspiration is from the heart. Motivation is from the mind. So when the heart speaks first mm-hmm. and the mind listens, then the mind will be motivated to bring about what the heart has desired. That's the difference. So really, it's motivation from the mind only, which always gets us in trouble because there's no inspiration behind it. Mm -hmm. It's when we are inspired first and become motivated, boy, get out of our way. Right. Because it's, we're, it's going to be accomplished. We may look absolutely crazy to our friends and family, but we, but we know what we're doing. We know when to do it, how to do it, why we're doing it. And before we know it, it's done. And that's when we feel fulfilled and happy and almost it's like, okay, it's time for a pat on the back. We followed through and we did it. All right. So what stands in the way? What stands in the way of inspiration and being motivated from inspiration? And what, what really stops us? If it's coming from the mind, only motivation from the mind only. Well, I th- I think it would be two things. The first thing would be a lack of trust. You're not trusting uh, 
your inner guidance system to, to, to know what to do. And the second thing would be every thought in the world will show up that you need to do it. And, and, and you will not naturally know how to pick what comes first. It's just like when, when you go to make a to-do list without inspiration, you, you'll get 50 pages of stuff to do. That's called distraction. Distraction. So when you okay. are motivated from the mind, mm-hmm. because you don't have the inspiration of the heart, you will become distracted. Also, you don't know what the first step should be. When you're inspired, it seems like the first step is naturally already there. It's already there. But when right. you're motivated, you have to sit there and, what do I do now? Right. What, yeah. what comes next? Yeah. What comes right. Next. And generally... The wall that you, when you are just motivated, in other words, your mental motivation only, mm-hmm. how I refer to it, mm-hmm. the first wall you run into is what I call stick to itness. Mm-hmm. Your stick to itness to complete the task goes out the window. Mm-hmm. When it comes from inspiration, it doesn't matter. But when we come from a place from the heart, have you noticed there is no stick to itness? Mm-hmm. It automatically is there. You mm-hmm. just do it because you're doing it with love. You're doing it because it feels right for you. Right. You're not trying to force something that may or may not feel right. Right. All right? You naturally, from within, know that it is what you're supposed to do. That's why inspiration from the heart that leads to motivation from the mind always works out. Mm -hmm. But motivation itself without the inspiration is usually dead on arrival. It has to be because it didn't come from within. You're trying to fix something out there, change something out there without recognizing it all starts. From within. Well, I think that's a good one. Well, I want to ask you a question before we get out of here. What's that? Sitting there, closing your eyes, feeling inspired. Give us one of your funnest inspiration stories from your life. Sure. You were partially there for it. I mean, you knew what it, that was going on, but you didn't know about it until it had ended. All right. Till it was completed. Mm-hmm. Remember, I tell the story. You know, yes, I'm blind. So obviously I can't drive a car. Right. 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 That, 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 that's not going to happen. No, although you're a pretty good navigator. <laughs> good. Well, here's, here's the thing. I didn't know that I could own a car. Remember? Mm-hmm. Right. So I did not know that I could actually own a car. And remember, I told you, having lost my sight, what was the one thing that was the hardest to give up? Your transportation. Driving. Free independence. It was it was independence. Yes. If I wanted to hop in my car, go to the store, I could hop in my car and go to the store. If I needed something, it didn't matter. If I just want to go riding around, it didn't matter. I could go, right? Mm-hmm. Now I have to call and make plans. Well, I wanted a car so that I didn't always have to rely on someone else's vehicle. That I could ask them to come get me, but we could go in my car, right? Mm-hmm. A few years back. I had been doing some research and 
I felt inspired. For whatever reason, I felt inspired to own a car. It was like a heart's desire. Today, I understand what the purpose was. The purpose was to return to a level of independence, even though I couldn't drive the car, right? Well, I had done a lot of research, months, probably seven months, and had decided on a particular vehicle that I wanted. Well, I had called a dealership to see if they had one, and I was told no. That was about seven o'clock one evening. The next morning, I woke up and called a friend of mine and said, will you come pick me up and take me to the de- a dealership? I'd like to, pur- I want to purchase a car. And he said, okay, okay. And so he and my mom came, picked me up, took me to the dealership. And even though they did not have a car the night before at seven, the very vehicle that I wanted had arrived at 11 a.m. And I was there at 12.10. (laughs) They had just received it right before I got there. And I knew, I knew, I just instinctively, it was, I was then motivated. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to the motivation and inspiration. I was inspired. I had that heart desire to own this particular vehicle, to buy it. Called and there wasn't one. There was not one on the lot. And that would be that what you felt in that moment was such a positive affirmation. It was a burst of energy you received instead of it. That's the motivation. Yeah. yeah. And the, I was, I was yeah. motivated to go ahead and go. I didn't let there, well, we don't have one stand in the way. Mm-hmm. I went the next day and there it was. They had just taken receipt of one an hour and 10 minutes before. Mm-hmm. The color I wanted, mm-hmm. and and all the things that I wanted, the column bells and whistles, whatever mm-hmm. that I wanted, and there it was. It was like boom, and there's the trust. I knew on a deep level that I would be driving home with one, even though they had told me the night before they didn't have one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. There's the trust. So we can either go from a place of trust or a place of doubt and fear. And that's where the motivation comes. If we're motivated by love and trust, then we know that no matter what the outcome is, it's perfect. But if we are motivated from doubt and fear, we're trying to change something. In most instances, trying to get something that we want, Mm -hmm. that we think we desire. Again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but we always end up in the weeds, mm-hmm. always. And when we come from a place of inspiration, we just naturally know what to do, mm-hmm. when to do it, how to do it, and it will, and it works out. In this particular instance with the car, it worked out. They, I may have gotten there and then said, I'm sorry, we still don't have one. My job would then have been to allow it and to recognize that that was for my highest good. Mm-hmm. But there, again, there's a trust. And it was, it was really kind of neat to have my friend drive the, the vehicle home when, you know, I'm sitting in the back seat on the passenger side wondering, wow. This really did happen. It, it wasn't even there yesterday. You didn't think you could own a car. 
I had always been told that a blind person could not own a car. Well, my friend who picked me up questioned the sales representative and said, yeah, a blind person can't own a car. But he said, let me go check with the manager. Manager had said the same thing. Well, my friend called an insurance company. My friend John said, can a blind person own a vehicle in the state of Florida? The insurance guy said, a blind person can own a vehicle in all 50 states. We were on speakerphone, and I said, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure that Florida doesn't allow a blind person to own a vehicle. He said, that is, might have been true, but it's not true today. He goes, because I sell vehicles to disabled people. Some are blind. You know, he sells the policies to the vehicles quite frequently. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I said, okay. And he said, give me one moment. So he, he went in on the computer on his end, pulled up something from the state of Florida that I would have never known how to get to or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, let me speak to the manager. Look, you can go to the uh, state website and you'll see for yourself. And the manager did. And so the manager said, I guess you can buy a car. <laughs> and that's how it went. And that was that was the that because that was the ultimate desire. It wasn't buying a new car. It was having a car that I could say to friends, would you please drive me mm-hmm. someplace and it not always be in their vehicle, you know, putting miles on their car, wait, their gas or whatever. I think so much changed because of that, because what it did is it allowed me to question beliefs that were standing in the way of my own independence after having lost my sight. Mm -hmm. That's a great story to end on. (laughs) Good. All right. Well, we thank everyone for listening again. and, And remember, you are in control of your life. You are the one who makes the decisions. You are responsible for what happens. Choose wisely, and you'll be amazed if you will follow your heart, follow the desires of the heart where you will be, and you will be amazed at the life that you will create for yourself. So y'all have a good one. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Be inspired. Yes.